Isaacs for the Bills. Both have put their fingerprints on this one. Third and four. Big play. Allen. And he's got him at the five. The end zone. A flag caught by Brown. Roberts was on the side. A 38-yard strike thrown by Josh Allen. Hello and welcome to the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast. Here in England is Matt and back home in Buffalo, it's Alex. How are you doing, Alex? I'm actually in Cincinnati right now. Uh, my wife is here for work. I went with her and uh, we went to a Cincinnati Reds baseball game. I watched the Bills game on my phone to the detriment of all of the people around me. Um, <laughs> but I, I did watch the game. I have some notes in my head. I don't have anything written down. But uh, what a game, right? Yeah, I mean, yes. Obviously, the first the first half was a bit of a bit of a dredge. We still we saw some good things from from Josh Allen, in my opinion. Obviously, the two touchdown or two interceptions. It kind of say you had nothing. You couldn't do much about it. It was obviously a wicked deflection on the first one, and a tip ball on the second, but. I, I the, the biggest problem that I have with what Josh Allen did today was on the fumbles, not the interceptions. Yeah. I mean, uh, on, on the two interceptions, I mean, we're looking at tips on both sides. I mean, I mean in both plays. Um, for the Beasley play, I mean, Beasley was already low, so Allen put it there, and Beasley just couldn't reel it in. That's unfortunate. The other one tipped at the line. That happens to everybody. That's never on the quarterback. That's just good defensive play. Um, but the second fumble, and both fumbles in particular, the first one was sloppy. Just take a sack. Just go down. Again, him needing to learn to not be Superman. And on the second one, uh, I mean, who are you blaming there? Do you blame the center or Josh Allen on that second one? To be honest, I'm leaning from the angle. I'm leaning more towards Josh Allen a little bit because obviously oh he's, right, he's right under center. Mm-hmm. But then again, with it may have been just a communication issue between both of them that may have caused it. But you yeah, could I thought put... Josh slipped on the handoff, or the center uh, got the um, snap count wrong. So that's yeah. something we'll probably never know. But I mean, for the game itself, I think I tweeted out on the um, on Twitter at halftime saying the comeback is on. Yeah, and <laughs> lo and behold. There we were. I actually think uh, I was over celebrating with my uh, with my hands whilst my missus was watching the uh, TV. So yeah. So uh, a- I tried desperately to contain myself because I'm at a baseball game. It's pretty quiet. Um, yeah. And on that John Brown touchdown, I emphatically was waving my arms, but like keeping my mouth shut. Uh, and especially then again on the defensive stop to find to end the game. Um, but the baseball game ended in uh, like overtime heroics as well, a walk-off uh, single in the ninth by a pitcher. So that was very exciting. So a good sports day for me. But, yeah. um, but let, let's let's break John Josh Allen down a little bit. Um, there were a few throws that I really disagreed with. A lot, a few decisions. Um, he got bailed out a few times by penalties, mm-hmm. uh, and by just uh, maybe the defense dropping some interceptions. But yep. On, on his completions, I mean, he looked on target. His wide receivers didn't have to come back for the ball. Uh, he put it in the right spot. 
he had what I've been asking for all preseason, a good per completion percentage in the 60s. Um, 65, so yeah, 65% the completion percentage. Yeah, that's exactly what you want him to be at. We're still early in his career, and it's still going to be take the good with the bad, right? I mean, yeah. you're, not, you're, you're, you're not expecting perfect play, are you, you know? No, I mean, on the last, in the fourth quarter, he went 8 for 10 on 102 yards and uh, obviously a touchdown of 142.5 passer rating. Yeah, so, so he, I, mean, I don't believe in clutch, but, mm. he did, you know, clutch isn't a thing. If you're a good player, you're a good player all game, not just in the fourth quarter. But he definitely st stepped up, you know? Yeah, I think it was his, like, fourth, I believe, fourth, um, fourth quarter... Uh, come back in his career early career too so that's great you know you want yeah. to see I mean, he finished strong last season at the end of games so he mm -hmm. knows how to like clutch up you just want to yeah. see him have a cleaner first half but i think a lot of that comes down to game call too uh game plan um why didn't we run the ball have you have you listened to post game i haven't been able to listen to any post game interviews or anything why didn't we run the ball that has to have been a question for Sean McDermott as post-game presser. I hadn't seen anything personally at the moment about it. Um, well, hopefully someone asks him, because that's a big situation there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. On this first few um, first few plays, he did look quite good. He actually did start spreading the ball around. We've got, we now know that, or... Oh, Potentially just after this one game that we've got a good thing in um, Devin Singletary. Absolutely. He looked really smart with his decisions on where to cut, where to go, when to wait. Um, he's not going to outrun anybody, but if you're yeah. going to constantly give me, uh, I mean, yards per carry, four and a half, five. I mean, that's what you want from your running, your number one running back. And if he's yeah. fresh with Frank Gore coming in, that's great. Did uh, I, I? I had to turn the game off at some points. Did TJ Yeldon was he inactive? No, he was active. He don't believe he got a snap at all in Did the game. Not even a snap, really. Not even a snap. I think, I think they mainly lent on Frank Gore and Singletary. Obviously, Singletary, you've got to now start thinking that he's gonna, he's gonna get more of that first team, first team reps and probably start the next game. Yeah, but yeah, I can I can see I can see where it come from. I can see people on Twitter and on our Facebook um, Facebook chat actually saying why we still running the ball. I think we have like twelve or twelve or something, twelve or twenty two snaps without a um, no twelve snaps without yeah. um, a running play. Yeah, like the whole so, beginning. Just I mean, where it's shotgun every play, and that's just so crazy to see. I mean, he only had four carries. Um, yeah. And he did what Yeldon, you think, would do. Uh, he had six targets for five and five catches for only 28 yards. But you think that, I mean, based on what they said, that would have been Yeldon's play. But I guess they were running Singletary as the hot hand, right? Mm, yeah, obviously. It, and I think, I think Gore showed a little bit on there. But I think he had one or two good runs. But, yeah, it's it's got to be Singletary's, um, Singletary's spot to lose, to be honest. Yeah. I can't see I can't see Frank Gore actually getting anything getting higher snaps unless obviously as we discussed with um with Joe it, that 
that kind of game, game plan. Better. Yeah. Maybe not even game plan, but if the, if we're up in the fourth quarter, then it's probably going to be more Frank Gore than Devin Singletary. Yeah. I think probably the reason why obviously Yeldon didn't go in there, because obviously they've had, they had John Brown. He went for 107 receptions, 125, um, 125 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, and a touchdown. Yeah, 10 targets. Uh, Cole so Beasley, that, nine targets. Singletary, six. Zay Jones, five targets. So um, I think Sweeney got a couple in there, but it's... it's... Yeah, Sweeney had a really big catch there. Uh, I don't, that, see, that. I want to say that was maybe my favorite Josh Allen throw. That throw to Sweeney, where he threw it over the defender who was laying out for it. I mean, you want to argue Josh Allen's accuracy, that's the play that you can look to in week one of saying he's picking it up. Yeah. I I, I think we've, we've got... We've got the goods on there. I think yes, the O line probably needs to needs to be a bit more settled, especially when we had it on and off during during the practice and during training camp, where Morse yeah. was pretty much out for all of it, and obviously Cody Ford was back in and out of the um, garden tackle. But there so, is a lot. Of... Since I was watching on my phone, where did Cody Ford play most of the game? Most of the time he played right guard, right tackle. Sorry, so it was it was Dawkins, Spain, Morse, Luciano, and Ford. Okay. He did he did swap in and out with Inseki at right mm-hmm. tackle. I think he did play a few snaps at guard. Yeah. So I think jury's still out on where he's going to play. Well, unless, so it's either during the season they're going to be scouting a bit more towards the tackles maybe the guards or anything if they don't know if they don't think Genseki's going to be the one to lock down mm-hmm. that spot or if it is going to be Cody and Code Ford move, moving inside but time will tell on there I mean there, as I say there, there, there was a lot of positives in that game mm-hmm. regardless of the of the fumbles and the and the interceptions you could see that the playbook was getting used more yeah seeing, really wide open yeah so, but then again, I think it got a little weird when Patrick DeMarco's lining out wide three times. Did you see yeah. him? He was, playing, he was playing X receiver on like three passing plays, and he even got like two of them. That was weird. I don't need to see that. Don't uh, do that again. It's, I think it is what it is, to be honest. I mean, it's... What are we looking at? We're looking at just a few stats. Obviously, total net yards, we had 370. Um, We were... 50% on third downs. We were one for one in the red zone. Uh, penalties didn't really cost us that much. It obviously cost the Jets quite a bit. They put us into, yeah. into positions. And you can really it? argue that the Jets beat themselves here too. Yeah. Um, with, with every opportunity we gave them in the first three quarters, they should have had more than 16 points. Yeah, I think... I was speaking to the to the UK Jets on um, on it. Apparently, that Mosley went out with a groin injury. That's why he wasn't out in the fourth quarter. Okay, that that so, was on them because I was wonder I was wondering why they kept showing some guy on the sideline. I wasn't able to look up who it was. So I afterwards, when I dug into some numbers and stuff, and noticed that it was him. Um, yeah, yeah, that makes sense because he's their guy on defense there. Yeah, I mean he he was. He had a monster game. I think, yes, they've got good. They've got good. They seem to have a good defense lined up. I mean, I spoke <laughs> when I spoke to them. 
they were worried about their cornerback spot more than anything, but their front seven is probably a really is on par with our front seven. Yeah. I think their only issues obviously their cornerbacks, their safeties are pretty much mm-hmm. on form. It's just that cornerbacks that they're not uh, not too sure about and obviously it got and exposed think, a little we, bit. We, we talked about this all off season that like the Jets are very much like us. I mean I talked about that in my in my week one primer that like the Jets are in the same position as us. This game is important to show where we are versus where they are. They better not have gotten their rebuild done faster than us. Um, Darnold looks bad today. Uh, I think he's the same kind of guy who will have his ups and downs, but today he had Robbie Anderson for two touchdowns and missed him. Um, mm. Credit our defense, but I mean, uh, and I don't want to say that Allen looked better than him. I think he, he did just a little bit. When you look yeah. at rating Darnold had an 84.9 QB rating Allen only had a 71.2 but that number is low because of the interceptions that weren't his fault I think Dar- yeah, Darnold yeah. played it safe um and he looked quite average uh and, and he wasn't able to put anything together in the fourth quarter when they tried to ice the game and I think maybe a lot of that a lot of that is Gase I said Gase is going to hold them back the Jets played to not lose they didn't play to win in the second half yeah, and I, that's what beat him. Yeah, no, I think, I think with, yes, with Gase, I think their plans in the in the first half were were good. I mean, obviously, any defense that's got um, Greg Williams as defensive coordinator, you know they're going to be physical and they're going to be um, they're going to be up there. Yeah, I think what they said in pre pre game or before the game that it's. It's going to be they're going to try and make Josh beat them through the through the air, which inevitably that came back to bite them. But yeah, I mean Darnold's he had a 4.3 yard per average. Josh Allen had a 6.9 yard per average. Josh Allen's yard per attempt, sorry, yards per attempt was what you want in the NFL. High sixes, closer to seven. Uh, Sam Darnold, 4.3 yards per attempt. That's embarrassing. And that's a testament to our defense. We spent this whole review talking about Josh Allen because there's nothing to worry about our defense. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah I think, as I say, we, it, it's the first game for both for both teams. It's it, What it comes down to is now kicking on and moving on from it, especially when you've got the Giants up. Up next, who are not having a bad, or having a decent game against the Cowboys of all, all things. So it may not be the walkover that some people uh, predict for for next week, but we can go into that into the um, into the preview preview show we do. Uh, hopefully, we do this week. Yeah, I mean, I think the Giants' defense is pretty bad. I mean, Dallas has put up 35 on him. Prescott threw his for four touchdowns. Elliott's having a he, Elliott's not doing that well. 13 rushes for 53 yards, but I mean he hasn't had any preseason or or practices or anything. But mm. yeah, I mean you don't have to worry about Eli and you don't have to worry about their defense. And yeah, I mean looking far ahead, the Bengals are holding in ho- holding it down against Seattle, so yeah. that's going to be a good matchup there. I've got um, red zone on at the moment while as we're recording this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I'm, got I'm digging through the stats as well here Just, through all the games. I can't just, believe that um, uh, Indy came back on yeah. the Chargers. That's a very interesting game there. They've just lost. I think they've, they've just, just lost. Oh, they that. just lost. Just lost. I think it was 
I can see. I think it would possibly be overtime. I think or the first. Oh yeah, Austin Eckler. What a game! Goodbye, yeah. Josh. Goodbye, Melvin Gordon. Yeah, exactly. Austin Eckler, twelve carries for fifty-eight yards, but Austin Eckler in the air, six catches, ninety-six yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, uh, they're not gonna pay Melvin Gordon. He'll get traded, I bet. Yeah, let's put let's put it this way: no team was bad as what Miami. Oh my God, I can't wait to play Miami. <laughs> um, you let Lamar, I, you let Lamar Jackson. Those yards up, four four yeah. touchdowns. I think even before the before the end of the first half. Future Hall of Famer Lamar Je- Lamar Jackson after this game, you know. Yeah. But you got to yeah. feel bad for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. I mean, the guy has earned. I think he's earned the ability to be on a good team, at least back up a playoff team. You know. Yes. I feel bad for him. I, I mean, you can't not like the guy. I think what was it? Baltimore had. Near total 643 yards compared to Miami's total of 200 yards. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I hope you started everyone on Baltimore in fantasy this this week. <sighs> hope so. Yeah. Hope they did. I mean, <laughs> what's was what Lamar Jackson? 7 for, or 17 for 20 for 324 yards and five touchdowns. 85% on completions. That's unbelievable. Yeah. And whoever Marquise Brown is, I mean, make note, you know? Rookie out of Oklahoma. What? Did you know what round he went in? Because I did not pay attention to him at all. Second round. Yeah? Okay. He was a second round pick. I think just Baltimore, they're one of those teams where I don't pay attention to their offense, and I just assume that they're always going to have a good defense. Yeah. But wake up, wake up, self. Baltimore's defense looks legit. Again, it's Miami. So. Yeah. Uh We've got. We're going into this segment. I know we've both um, been both pushing for it during the um, during the week. Is actually and hopefully make it more regular occurrence. Getting questions from the from the fans and the followers during the game, before or after, whether it be game related, whether it be bills related, or anything like that, so we can have it on part of our review. We've got about five questions that have come in, mainly mainly through Twitter and a couple through through Facebook and the Facebook chat that we've got going. Um, if you're in the Facebook group, or do hit one of the um, one of the admins up and see if we can get get you added to the to the Facebook group. But one of them is from I think it was Andrew, I think I'm trying to go back through it because there's so much now. I have Andrews here, yeah. Andrew asked, why are Bills fans the most negative in the world? He writes, I love you guys, but man, we got some positives from that game. Two of those yeah. turnovers don't get caught most times, and that D will have most teams running scared. Um, I mean, I agree with him about, you know, uh, there are positives from that game. But, I mean, when you support a team that has lost four straight Super Bowls, that has one playoff appearance in the last however many years, um, mm. start every season pessimistically. Um, yeah. I mean, this this has been my most optimistic year in a decade plus. Uh, and, and, and I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to apologize for Josh Allen all year long. No matter what he does, I have his back. It's, it's, it's next year for him yeah. that I think that he needs to prove it. But yeah. 
he, I think he's he's already showing improvement. So yeah, I mean, I kind of will apologize for those interceptions, but yeah, I mean, with you being a relatively new Bills fan, I mean, do you have that same kind of negativity? Not really. No, I think at the end of the day, I'm thinking. Well, going on the past couple of years since McDermott and Bean have been in, it's also, it's also been that rebuild more than anything. It's that trying to rebuild, and they've done it in sections. Like mm-hmm. they spent the first couple of years doing doing defense. Now they're working on the offense. Yes, I could see some argument why Josh Allen would get a bit of criticism and the offense get a bit of criticism in this game. The fact that they should have run it from the start, they should have been a bit more balanced at the start. It's but, a, he's a second-year quarterback. I mean, yeah. you have to be realistic here. Yeah, I think that's that's the issue. I think everyone's looking at how it is, and obviously trying to compare it to last season. It's one game in. He's got new weapons. Yes, he's in the, been in the same system and same coordinator, but it's still he's got a different O line in front of him different protections he's starting to get handled more and he's got new weapons that he's got to build the chemistry with yes training camps happened he had that chance but that's training camp you can you can do the same drill over and over again in, in training camp and 10 times out of 10 they should come off it's when you get into a game live game situation where there is other factors like you're getting you get impressed by both defensive ends, defensive tackles. You may get a linebacker or a cornerback coming in on a blitz, and you have to get that ball out. Yes, you trust the receivers, you trust your running backs and all that, but you can't judge him on one game because of mm-hmm. because of that. Yeah, and and even then, he looks smarter at the line. Yeah, I feel really confident in the things that he's doing at the line. I mean. There were a few times – I remember one play he audibled to a wide receiver screen and it got blown up for minus one yards. Um, that wasn't maybe the best. But the fact that he has the confidence to understand what the defense is doing and audible to a play that he feels confident in, that's what you want to see from your quarterback, just making smart plays like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on the, on the negativity, I mean, what you're saying about how they're rebuilding the team, uh, as a fan for life since you know I was born in 86 – the fact that I can see them with a calculated plan on how to rebuild the team. It's not just let's take this guy and take this guy and this guy on the offense, this guy on the defense, and just plug and play, plug and play, plug and play. They're actually really restructuring and getting their guys and making a game plan around the talent they have. Whereas when we bring in Rex Ryan, he's like, I run a 4-3, even though all the talent we had on defense was for a 3-4 from the year before. Uh, I mean, we just got this – we got smart guys in place making smart decisions, and it's going to come together. Um, next question. Yeah. Next question comes from Ryan uh, Cofill. I think I pronounced his surname right um, on Twitter. He goes, "Does um, does Dion Dawkins get tra- traded before the deadline if he keeps playing like he did against against the Jets?" You want to you- think that. You start Ty and Secchi there instead. What do you think? I don't. I think. I think they've made they've made him a captain for a reason. Yeah. There's got to be something internally that made him or gave him the captaincy. Mm-hmm. He's improved quite a lot. Okay, it's one. I say it's one game. 
yeah. judge him in a couple of judge him by the bye week. Then we'll go from there. But yeah, we'll we, really know what this team looks like by the bye week. I think. Yeah. So I can't I can't see him do it. I think if if they're committed to Cody Ford at right tackle, then I see them keeping not trading Deion Dawkins and having Dawkins and Ford as your bookmarks for at least the next five years or so. Yeah, I mean, Deion Dawkins, um, what, third third year? Yes. Yeah. He was. yeah. Yes. So, I mean, you still got a young guy. An offensive lineman can play for 10 years. So, yeah. I mean, the, the team it was gushing about him all offseason. So as long as he can kind of watch the film, see what he did wrong today, and, and fix it, over the next four weeks, if he can get it together, then I think that you don't have to worry about him. Yeah, I think I, I think the line, the left side line, I don't think, unless an injury happens, that's getting touched. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be there, I think, going forward at least for another season or two. Depends if they decide to re-sign Spain, which I hope they do. Um, that left side of Dawkins, Spain, and Morse, probably locked in for at least mm-hmm. at least two years or so. Because when you look at the draft coming up, I know it's ridiculous to even mention it, but you want to focus on what wide receiver and middle line and, and outside linebacker next year because you got to think Lorenzo Alexander is going to retire, and you got to think that we're going to need a, a number one wide receiver next year. So ben- I, think, I think that we don't need to even focus on offensive tackle in the draft. I think they possibly will look if they if they if if they are set at Cody Ford at tackle rather than guard. I can see them looking potentially at guards in the draft. Yeah, and obviously wide receiver, yes. Outside linebacker, yes. I'd even put a plint for um, a defensive end. I was gonna say defensive back. Shaq Lawson looked really good today. Yeah. But, I think I mean, Jerry Hughes is up there as well. So, but yeah, I mean, let's let's not. I mean, as a Bills fan, we're used to needing to talk about the draft, but we don't need to talk about the draft yet. So, yeah. uh, what else do we got out there? We've got um, from Eduardo Stevens. He's saying, "What would be? What do you believe the record will be? So, final um, the final record." Great. So he's asking us to pick the Bills. Yes, and obviously, what what do you think? Eight and eight, nine and nine, seven, ten and six. I said nine and seven before this game, so let's do this right now. Okay. Giants. Win. Bengals. Win. I think we have to because it's home. Yeah. If that was an away game, I would give it as a loss, but yeah, uh, New England. Loss. Yes. Ooh, let's not talk about Antonio Brown, okay? What? Well, the one that decided to, decided to uh, call fake news on coming to the Bills, go to the Raiders, and actually decided to have a uh, complete meltdown, then uh, ultimately uh, signing for the Patriots, that Antonio Brown. Yeah, that, well, let's, 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 if we have to talk about him, we'll do that in our midweek show. Uh, <laughs> Titans. Titans. Based on what they've done today, I would say I'm actually tempted to put that at a loss. I mean, they beat Cleveland. I am too. What they did today looked really good. Yeah. I mean, they beat Cleveland. It was 43-13 they beat Cleveland. 
But look at what the tit- look at the Titans last year. Didn't they they had one did, did they beat the Patriots last year? But then lost to us? Not sure. I don't think so. The Titans did something last year where they beat someone they really shouldn't have, but then we beat them. But the, I think the Titans are one of those teams that you just don't know what you're going to get week to week. But yeah, yeah based off today, we're three based off, going into the I Miami. would say loss. Yeah. Then Miami. Win. Yep. Um, was that Philadelphia? They looked good today. They did. I'm going to go they four did. and three there because you're going to beat Washington next week. But what do you think about Philadelphia? Ah, flipping heck. As much as I want to say win, I feel it could, I think it could be a close loss. So we're both at four and three. Yeah. Washington, five and three. At Cleveland, I think by mid-season, Cleveland will figure it out. So I'm going to say five and four. I don't know. I think I'm going to say, I think we could, by then, we've had the bye week already. Yeah. We'll be a bit more refreshed coming in. As well as them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. As and, then, as and then that's an extra week of of chemistry. And if there is, God forbid, any injuries up to the bye mm-hmm. week, an extra week for them to come to Ashia to come back. Whereas the Browns, I, I think they're, they're bye weeks after they play us. Mm-hmm. So you want to beat Cleveland in Cleveland? I think I think it could. Okay. I'm putting that down as a as a win for me. All right. So I'm five and four, you're six and three. Yep. All right. Miami win. Yep. Denver. They play tomorrow, but I'm gonna say win. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna say we beat Denver, yeah. It's Joe Flacco. Come on. He's not good. Okay. That's convinced me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dallas looks good. Yeah, as much as much as I want the Thanksgiving win, I'm gonna have to chalk that down on loss. Yeah, Baltimore loss. <sighs> yes. Because then I'm gonna give us a win against Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh. I'm gonna book it. I I I would say I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes. Okay. I don't think. I don't think. Apart from Smith Schuster and and James, James Connor, I'm not worried I'm, about their defense. Yeah, so I'm yeah. gonna chalk that down for a win there. So I have eight wins. Do you have nine? I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Okay. Lost against the Patriots. Yeah. And then beat the Jets. So yeah, I'm nine and seven, and you're ten and six. Yes. There we go, Eduardo. All right. There's your. Uh, there's your answer on that one. Next one, again, from Twitter, came from Andy McNamara. Um, he said, was Singletary that good, or was it the absence of C.J. Mosley that made him look good? Now, as, as I mentioned earlier, Mosley did sit out the fourth quarter with what I believe to be a groin injury. So could that factor in a little bit more? I think it or, really does. I mean, that's that's a really good point for him to bring up because I think it does. I mean, Singletary, going, looking into the play-by-play, I don't see Singletary name, Singletary's name enough in the third quarter. Yeah. He really just per- turned it on in the fourth. But, 
I mean, Singletary's runs were to the outside, though. Yeah. And that would have been that's against the off the 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 outside linebackers. So I don't think Mosley would have been able to. I mean, he would have been able to get there. So maybe he doesn't have as many yards, but he was still getting through the line. And I think that's the most important thing: is did Singletary find the hole through the line? And he did. So I think that still is good. I think you give it. I think you give it a couple more. He you see what he's like against Giants potentially against the Bengals and then I'd make that decision whether the first the game today was the fact that he was that good or if it was the absence of Mosley because as you say even Mosley yes he can he's a, he can play sideline to sideline but yeah it's the tackles were away from him and as you say not up the middle so if we see a couple more up the middle runs mm-hmm. then yeah, it's possible that... But that was clearly the game plan, was to stay away from yeah. Mosley. Yeah, I think, as as we, as we always mentioned, that they're going to game play each game on on what, they get, what they're given. I think yeah. they test the water a few times in the first quarter. Then, obviously, from there, they'll be able to make that decision. Mm-hmm. Um, next question was... Uh, I can't remember who said this again. I'll have to double check. But it was, how concerning were you with the performance of Cody Ford? The offense seemed to work better without him in the second half. Now, I wasn't I, able to pick that up watching on my phone, so you take that one. I kind of disagree on this one. I think he was still in on in the um, in the second half and in the fourth quarter when they made that. I think. The Did they move him they, inside during the fourth quarter? No, they left him on the outside. Okay. They left him on the outside, but as as I say, they were they were rotating him with um with Nseki, so I can't really say there's any concern there for it. He, he gave away no penalties. I don't think he gave up um gave up a sack or anything like that. And I think Nseki did give away a penalty. I think it was He's a rookie, you know, he's gonna have some penalties. Yeah, I, to be honest, I'm not concerned. Okay, good. I'm not concerned. As 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 McDermott said, they're giving him reps on the uh, guard and tackle. Mm-hmm. They want to be versatile if they do need him. If they need him to be a guard, if necessary, then they, he would happy to do it. And also that way, he's learning a lot more about the... About the networks, about the network. Mm-hmm. Sorry, about the um, about the ins and outs. Yeah. So, personally, I'm not worried. I think, I think it's it it, it is what it is. He's they're probably going to run with him at at right tackle. I think if they did want to put him in guard, they would actually put him at guard for the whole game. But. They started him and used him more as a right tackle. So I've got I think that's where they're looking to actually play him for the season. Did you see Deion Dawkins post game interview? No, not yet. You gotta get a microphone in front of this guy all season long. It's snow <laughs> season, baby. This guy gets asked about the Bills run game. He says, We got Mac and Cheese, we got trains, and we got diesel trucks. I love it. Let's 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 oh let's let this guy talk more. That's good <laughs> stuff. Gotta love the personalities. I'm really liking that the coach is letting these guys talk. That's good stuff. Yeah, 
I think it's it's good. I like it. And I say it's um, it it is what it is. I'm I'm not concerned at all, and I can't really understand why anyone would be concerned with that one game. This is obviously mm-hmm. his first game. Yeah, first game. Yeah. He's a rookie. Yes, he was up against um, a couple of uh, good defense. I, I would say the front three for the um, for the Jets are quite good, and he's got a couple. And that's a, a really important and hard position to just step into as a rookie. Yeah, I think I think they're only sack. I'm just trying to trying to remember. I think they're only sack did not. I think came up the middle. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it came from any of the tackles. So, obviously, someone's probably going to correct me if they hear this, and it was one of the tackles, but I think they were solid on the ends, and Allen had a lot of time to um to scan the field. I think there were a few times where he did get the pressure in, but yeah, I mean, only one sack. I mean, come on, yeah. you know. I mean, there's you got to love that. I mean, going back watching that Packers and Bears game. I mean, five sacks aside, I mean, for how bad our offensive line was last year to only allow one sack. I mean, yeah. Allen was hurried. Um, he liked to, he had to bounce a lot, but that's just what he does. Um, but then on some plays he stood in. So uh, I think uh, with what the offensive line gave Josh Allen, once Allen gets even more comfortable, I think that it's, it's all signs point upwards for me on this offensive line play today. Yeah, I think... It, it it's onwards and upwards. I mean, the negativity that's going to happen is going to happen. You're going to get people with the negativity. But... Yeah, I mean, with what we have, I mean, what, four new starters on the offensive line, one being a rookie and Josh yep. Allen being in his second game, mistakes will happen. You're not going to yes. see a clean game. I mean, it's, it's this isn't Tom Brady with an offensive line that's been the same for five years, you know? Yeah. Um, so just it, to to have to understand what you have and then go from there, I think will make the mistakes be a lot easier to swallow. Yeah, I think uh, I'm just I just say if you want if you want to to be negative, have negative plays all the time, by all means, be negative on there. But you you have to realize that. As you say, there's new on the line. You got new weapons coming in, and it's now Josh Allen's had a whole full season, uh, preseason as the starter, not having to take reps with the thirds, not having to yeah. take reps yeah. with the seconds. So he's got he's got that extra bit of experience. It's going to take a bit of time. Mm-hmm. That's why you don't judge until at least year three. If he's year and if you three, want to be negative, you at least have to make note and give credit to the positive plays as well. Yeah. Because, like I said, I want to say this game was 60-40 good, maybe 50-50 almost good-bad. Mm. Uh, and, yeah. and, and that's what you're going to get for the first game of the year with a new offensive line and a second-year quarterback. Yeah, it's it's better than what it's been in the last few years. In the last few years, it's been thirty good and seventy bad all the time. You know, when the thirty good was only ever the defense. We've had such a bad offense for years. Um, Seventeen points isn't great all in the second half, but uh, there were if those fluky interceptions didn't happen, 
I bet you this game is much easier. I'm looking at 27-16, you know? Yeah. Because they were marching on both of those drives. I think what what got lucky for us was that missed extra point. I think but that missed. I, see, I I thought that, but then when the but then when the Jets got the safety, they essentially quote unquote got that point back. True. You know, which also that wasn't a safety. No, no, I I agree. I would love to know why we didn't challenge that, but that was not a safety. But it's it is what it is. Maybe that maybe that field goal if it went in would have changed the game maybe it wouldn't <sighs> yeah i mean let's let's not focus on what ifs and what is and could have yeah. uh, in a game that we won so let's not try and make any excuses for the other team we won whatever under the giants right yes i've got one quick last question right let's probably know what the answer is going to be on it but again it came from twitter from uh mathos gridiron uk he said, I saw the Buffalo Bills at Wembley for the American Bowl in 91. They became my second favorite team. Awesome Super Bowl run, 91 to 94. Could they do it again, 2019? <laughs> wow. Uh, I mean, that you'll find, you, you go to Buffalo, you'll find Bills fans who are absolutely serious that they'll say right now, yeah, those are going 16 and 0 right to the Super Bowl. You'll find people every year that are going to say that, and they're yeah. not drunk at the time. They're sober. They're maybe maybe hungover from the night before, but you'll find Bills fans in Buffalo that are going to always say 16 and 0 after a first after a, a win week one. Um, but if you want to ask me realistically, um, there's there's no way that we make the Super Bowl this year unless they really figure it out. I mean, we might have a Super Bowl defense. And we might have a Super Bowl offense in two years. Yeah, uh, that's. Uh, I I agree. I think I think not not this year. You you got to work on that offense. You got to get a couple more pieces to that offensive line. Mm-hmm. You've got to get them solid solidified so they have that have that space and that time to to have the chemistry and then. We'll talk about it there. I can't. I can't see it being this year. Yeah, I, I mean, play... people, you can always find an excuse for a young quarterback who made it to the Super Bowl. I mean, Mark Sanchez made two AFC Championship games as a one and two year starter, but they had one of the best defenses in the league, and they had a good team around him. Um, I mean, Tom Brady made the Super Bowl early, but that team was amazing. Um, yeah. And, and and you got to compare it to the competition that's in the in the division and in this conference early, uh, as well. And I mean those teams had a, an easy walk to those wins. Uh, I mean we have to we have a really tough road. I mean the AFC locks are huge: Chiefs, Chargers, Patriots, um, Steelers, almost maybe. Uh, there's not an open path for the Bills this year. Yeah. No, I agree. I think I think we get the playoffs. It's great, as I've always said to people. With even if it's eight and eight, and maybe even seven, seven and nine, as long as the arrow was pointing upwards in those games, I'm I'm happy. But obviously, playoffs really? the main. You're gonna say that you'd be happy on seven. We can talk all night now, but so let's not do that. But no, because it's it's what it's twelve thirty for you. 
yes. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I'm not gonna be happy with seven and nine. I think we have six gimme wins. We can't be seven and nine. If we're seven and nine, then yeah. I think you got to talk about the coach. Yeah. I don't think they'll do it, I mean, but I think we got to talk about the coach at seven and nine. Yeah. I mean, as I say, I'm. As long as as long as the arrows are pointing upwards, yeah, that that's all that's all that matters. You give give them the year. If the arrows pointing upwards, mm-hmm. you make next year. You make a break year. If it's still going upwards and you hit the playoffs or you just missed the playoffs again, then yeah, because I mean every year, every year there's fluke teams that have a really good offense and a really good defense and just get really unlucky. I watched a video yes. the other day. It was like the two thousand and. 11 chargers or whatever had like the best offense in the league and the best defense in the league and didn't make the playoffs. I mean, let's hope that we don't get that unlucky, but uh, yeah, it it could happen where we look good, but just don't get wins. Yeah. I mean, yeah, as you say, we could talk about it for eight, for, for a while now, but I think we'll, uh, I think we'll leave it, leave it on there. We have, um, We'll have a preview of the of the Giants game in week two on on potentially Thursday. Yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, right? Yeah, around that time we'll obviously get it on we'll get it online. Um hopefully we'll start we'll talk again on Sunday night where we're hopefully two and oh. Yeah. Hey, let's I mean, I know you're tired, but let's get let's let's be enthusiastic, Bills fans. We're one and oh. Let's go. Yeah. Everyone be positive. No negativity. You can't. You, you don't try and find negativity when you're one to know. Only think about the positives yes. when you're one to know. It's a good feeling. They don't. They don't play a lot of games. They play 16 games. Let's be positive. We got one to know. Let's go. If you if you get if you got negativity, back it up. If you got if you got negativity <laughs> yeah. and not back it up, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess um I guess I will let you get on and do what what else you want to do on your uh. On your nice little holiday back home. I finally get to watch Sunday Night Football. I haven't been able to watch Sunday Night Football for two years, so I'm pretty excited about that game tonight. Yeah, me, I've got going to get to bed. Got to be up early in the morning for work. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah. Hooray! Uh, <laughs> but no, we'll get we'll get this podcast out um, probably tomorrow now. All right. Monday, when you're actually uh, listening to this. Great. <laughs> But in, enjoy your day back to work with Bills with a Bills win. It should make a Bills win makes every Monday so much easier. Yes, and I've just seen the Cardinals potentially beat the Lions. Wow, that must have been a comeback. Forty-three seconds left, and they're uh, twenty-four all. They have just right. scored. Fitz Murray to Fitzgerald ties it up. Oh, hey. about that. I was looking at that game. Anyway, yeah, let's not talk about football. Yeah. We, could, we could talk all night. Yeah, let's get yeah. you let, let's get you to sleep, all right? All right, so until next time, thank you for listening, subscribing, continue downloading for Alex in Cincinnati. Yes, sir. And, and for me in lovely Poole, Dorset, UK, it's, uh, it's Go Bills. Go Bills. Not us. Yeah, not, not us. us. You don't know anything about heart. You don't know anything about work, huh? That's who we are. Those on three. One, two, three. Bills.